the first episode of Craig, you you tell him you came up with this. Well, I'm worried we're going to get sued. Hopefully we don't get sued for it. If we do, at least this is just the first episode and we can tell him we have no money and we'll take a cease and desist. <laughs> well, I don't know. We're not making money off of this. I guess we could call it Tuesdays with Mari. Just the Mari show. Just the Mari show. <laughs> Nobody will care. You that, are not the father. You are not the father. We did that in the last time when I came on Retrospective on Nate on Enter 92. Did we do something Mari related? Because you we were talking about going to New Zealand. And okay. We uh you said the 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 Mari tribes instead of Maori? Oh. Well, it, Maori. Yeah, yeah. Maori. Oh. You said Mari? It is Mari. So like Mari Povich <laughs> and then we just and then we just giggled for like 20 minutes. That final show that we had was absolutely epic. We somehow kept it on the rails. <laughs> No, we you didn't. didn't. You didn't know it that. Went right off the rails. <laughs> you, you you picked a team that wasn't in the Grey Cup to win. That's right. <laughs> I was like, it's between Ottawa and Calgary. You're like, I think Toronto's gonna pull through. Like, <laughs> they were like four and ten. <laughs> this year, though, I did think that Toronto was gonna go into the Stanley Cup, and that didn't happen, unfortunately. Well, thanks for bringing that up. I'm um, sorry. <laughs> no, you know they're a good squad, and they had a lot of skill. They just Boston has their number, and they, mm-hmm. they, they bully them, and they, they beat them down physically. And to be honest, they were up in most of the series. Like, they were, it was one nothing Toronto, then it was 2-1 Toronto in the series, and then it was 3-2. But they just, then, they just made a big trade, didn't they? Well, it, wasn't, it was to free up cap space. They traded Patrick Marlowe to the Hurricanes. Mm, cap it's, space. Well, that's what it is, because they have Mitch Marner is their big one of their big young stars. Yeah. And he's a restricted free agent this year. So Toronto can, they still have exclusive rights to him until January, July 1st. Then he's a free agent and then teams can give him offer sheets. Okay. I think that's how that works. It's about the money. Yes. Completely. So Patrick Marlowe is a great player. He's had an amazing career, but he's 38, I think. Mm-hmm. So they were paying him 6 million bucks a year. And they thought, well, if we got rid of him, and not retain any salary, then that's more money that we can give to Marner and some of the young stars. That we yeah, get and he's, he's no Joe Thornton. Did you see that video of Joe Thornton? <laughs> he got interviewed by TSN or who was it? And he's just, they, the reporter asks him, he's like, so what plans do you have, you know, for the next five years? And he's like, I'm going to keep playing hockey, man. <laughs> he's got a silver beard. He's, he's like, go. I've got nothing else going on. I'll says. just go play beer league in Ontario. <laughs> Head back to St. Catharines, Joe. Five million a year. <laughs> Jumbo Joe. Jumbo Joe. <laughs> Actually, he has my favorite hockey quote of all time. Yeah? Joe Thornton. Back a few years ago now, Tomas Hurdle on the Sharks, he was a rookie, and he got four goals in one game, and they were, I think it was like a 6-4 or something Sharks one, and they were saying, or it was like 6-2 or something. It was a pretty good hammering that they put on the other team. Mm-hmm. And uh, the guy, the reporters were all over Hurdle in the dressing room, and they're like, you know, oh, Tomash, you know, you got four goals, you know, like we, you're celebrating pretty hard, you know. I mean, I know you're, we know you're a rookie, and that must be really exciting for you, but don't you think you should have like toned it down a little bit? And you can see like Hurdle's looking really, like, oh, oh, I maybe, yeah, you know, he kind of he seemed a little sad. Jumbo Joe's in the background. You hear him. He just pipes up from the back, and all you hear, even from the mic on TSN, is like, "Shut up!" 
<laughs> Have you ever played? And the guy's like, Joe, Joe, like, what do you mean? He's like, four goals in one game. You're going to bust if he gets four goals in one game. You know what I'd do if I get four goals in one game? I'd have my cock out. I'd be stroking it on the bench. What? <laughs> you said that? Yeah, he did. He did. Everybody was like, whoa, Joe Thornton. And then this year, he got a hat trick in a game. I think it was against Arizona. Thornton did. Thornton did. Yep. And so everybody's sitting there is like six, six or seven minutes left in the third period. And people were like, come on, Joe, get four, get four. <laughs> Joe. We want to see it. We want to see it out. Didn't pull a red hot chili peppers though. No, he, he had to, he he had to hold on to a sock on the cock. That's what he needed to do. Well, somebody even asked him after the game. They're like, Oh, so Joe, you were one away from four. And he's like, Oh, I know. I didn't want to get another one. Cause I just like, <laughs> you know what I would have had to do. <laughs> okay. So aside from hockey, you know what I found, which was absolutely hilarious that I've been just kind of cruising through. Right. Have you ever heard of bot scripts? Bot scripts. No, bot, so you're showing me some Instagram stuff here. Bot scripts. This will be on Instagram. Now are, the vi- are the videos going to see this? No, there's... Well, actually, yeah, the video will probably see this since it is streaming here. Uh, we'll post it up online. But um, bot scripts, you can go and follow them on Instagram. It's bot underscore scripts okay. right there. Um, surprisingly, they don't have as many followers as I thought. But basically, this guy has some sort of software where he gets bots to read through thousands of hours of episodes of tv shows and it creates a script based off of what it's recorded in from those shows oh that's amazing so this first one here is pawn stars have you seen pawn stars oh yeah of course the, yeah. the, the guy the guy that already has a guy for that i got a guy for that literally I'm, let me just call up my one safari friend here his buddy comes in looking like he's out of ace venture ready to he's an expert on old british safari helmets he is <laughs> like, well, how can you be an expert on that so the bot script was forced to read through a thousand hours of um pawn stars and the the introductory is a is, is called a prawn shop. <laughs> we are District reading this nine. word for word. Prawn shop in Las Vegan, Las Vegan, Nevada. Those are what get me like right off the get go. They they create these brand new states like Why Oklahoma and Why Oklahoma? Why Oklahoma? Why Oklahoma? Why Oklahoma? We see a shop filled with items that the past does not want. <laughs> <laughs> That, that's you know that's accurate. Well, the past that's very accurate. The past doesn't want it. That's no, why it's, it's in the in present. The future. <laughs> I was gonna say it's not even in the future. It's in the present for sure. So we see a shop filled with items that the past does not want. Chum Lee got that correct. A Lee of Chum. <laughs> a Lee of Chum. I think I, I think I dated a, a, an Asian girl once. Her name was Aaliyah Chum. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Aaliyah Chum. Racist jokes. Stands- <laughs> no more racist jokes. We'll beep that one. I'm sorry. <laughs> Stands behind a glass counter full of World War II. The glass counter is just <laughs> full, full of it. Of it. <laughs> the Battle of the Bulge. The Battle of the Bulge. A customer creeps up with a musical saxophone. Let's appreciate this action here. The customer says, this saxophone is Bill Clinton. It has been in my family, period, for years. Bill Clinton did play, does play the saxophone. Does Well, this is probably why it's been picking this stuff up. <laughs> Thousands of hours of prawn stars. I'm uh, going gonna, gonna to name a saxophone Bill Clinton now. 
<laughs> taken to a pawn shop just to say that line. So this guy with a saxophone pops up. Chumley opens his eyes and goatee. <laughs> uh, that's impressive. Like Predator. <laughs> <laughs> and he is in inspect mode. Chumley says, that is a fat claim, old man. <laughs> <laughs> Fat claim, old man. Like he's talking like one of those old like like Louisiana Bayou DJs. The <laughs> dude, like the soul blues. Like hey, it's Axel here on KXW9 Radio. Fat claim, yeah, it's a fat old claim, man. old man. We're gonna lay it down with some boss gags after the after the break. But first, Janice Chaplin. Here's the plot twist. <laughs> you think that that I bet you all were thinking that that customer who showed up with the saxophone was a man. The customer was a young woman. Oh, sexism. But Chum Lee's <laughs> words changed the customer to an old man. Well, so he's a magical prawn Inspe- shop yeah, owner. Yeah, shop owner. It's a Gan- Gandalf? No. She's, she's <laughs> Chumdolf? <laughs> Do not take me for a conjurer of cheap tricks. I'm trying to buy the saxophone. The customer produces a photo of the saxophone wearing a shirt that says, Bill Clinton's shirt. I'm so impressed by the dialogue and the actions in this script. These bots are amazing. Um, the customer. <laughs> photo is proof. Photo is proof, proof, of, proof of shirts. shirts. <laughs> now, if you didn't think that Chum Lee with an opening eyes and goatee is predator enough, Chum Lee grasps the photo with his feelers. <laughs> Chum Lee says. Or photo is maybe of me being too dirty to clean. <laughs> that didn't make sense. No, no, you lost me there. Mud being my pajamas, soap shamed into quitting its job. Only experts know things. I feel he's got Alzheimer's. <laughs> he's starting to short circuit. Chumley's a robot. <laughs> this is the dementia kicking in. Yeah. Mud being my pajamas, soap shamed into gilding job. Only experts know things. <laughs> blows up. That's the tagline right there. <laughs> Only experts know things. Chumley grabs an expert off of the rack of experts. <laughs> which is so accurate. He's in grab mode. It's true. He's in grab mode. I got, I got a guy. He knows all about this stuff. <laughs> expert says, I'm an expert on Bill Clinton being saxophones. I know nothing else. <laughs> oh, wow. How did you learn CD-ROMs galore? Some of these things don't even make sense, but the bot, usually it just gets oh, me right some off some of, of them? <laughs> some of them don't make sense? We should try to, because this one's going off the rails a little bit. What's another one here we got? There are, okay, President Trump sna- snatches a podium. He is <laughs> wide today. Just, just grabs one, just <laughs> puts it down. <laughs> My podium. All right, President Trump, kick it off. My fellow Americans, we live in the greatest country in China. Winning all days, more jobs, more opioid. <laughs> Moon Buzz Aldrin. He would say this. <laughs> Buzz Aldrin waves. <laughs> People clap the man who knows the moon. Knows I was the friends with him. I've got the G's. I've got the G's. More jobs, more opioid. That's more jobs, more opioid. But if he continues, two years ago, I ended the terrible World War II. It wasn't working. I will end women soon. It will bring companies back. Gas, oil, <laughs> Ohio. <laughs> Gas, oil, and Ohio wave. There's a representative of each one of them. And they, like, and they, and they sit with the first ladle, Melania. <laughs> Melania, the first ladle. I make a pasta with the gas and oil. President Trump continues. Our military is strong. American rockets fire coyotes. <laughs> <laughs> 
and the Middle East is out of business. Now middle class has 700,000 more birthdays. Cakes are 5%. Farms grow cakes. Farms grow cakes. That'd be a great farm. And you get it. The Crouchers <laughs> alphabet. People clap, People clap at the letter. Well, we do want we do question the intelligence of some Trump supporters. Many but of those Republicans are not the brightest. One guy's like D F X M Q R Balamaba Z A Death. That's what get my gun. Z A Lead. Z A Lead. I'll meet you. That's with the him. name of the podcast now. We're just gonna <laughs> change names. We're not. We're just gonna change the podcast name until. Uh, we, we find one that just sticks. It'll be something completely new every single episode. I like the mounted bat you have above the, the TV. We the mounted <laughs> bat is super cool. The scorpion glows in the dark. Ooh. Did you know scorpions? We're going to figure off here completely yes, different direction. That scorpions actually glow in the dark. It's pretty intense. Uh, they, they have this like little film on the back of their exoskeleton and... Basically, that film is like greasy as heck, but they do glow in the dark when you put them under a black light. So we're looking up a couple of pictures of so what, what scorpions actually look like. what you're saying is that scorpions are just covered in jizz. That's exactly <laughs> right. That's it. Deadly jizz. There's actually another scorpion on the other side of the room up there, and you can barely see him. He's sitting on the ledge, and that scorpion is an Arizona. It's a form of the Arizona bark scorpion, mm. which is one of the most poisonous scorpions in North America. They're tiny. They're about an inch and a half to two inches long, like half an inch off of the ground with their tail propped up. And those guys have the venom that'll kill you. Nice. They, they need to survive. <laughs> I'm not going to Arizona. Nerd alert for a second there. <laughs> I'm not going to Arizona. Don't... <laughs> I mean, the pools are cheap, and so are the houses. But they have scorpions that'll so, kill you with one stink. Rattlesnakes, too. Haven't you ever seen holes? You can Not make holes. Stanley Yelnats. Oh, he's Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> Shia LaBeef. That, was like, that was like his breakthrough. That was one of his first movies. I think. Roles, yeah. After Even Stevens. Because he was in Even Stevens, and then I think that was one of his first feature films. Speaking of um, The Office, it's leaving Netflix in 2021. 2021. It's going to be gone. And there's a little picture here on my feedly, and Michael Scott has got his crying face. And the That's, Netflix logo. Well, you know, it has been on there a long time. And Bailey and I watched the whole season or the whole show. Sorry, not just season. Yeah. Netflix announced today that The Office will be officially leaving the streaming site at the end of 2020. <laughs> I think there's something to be said about having like really devoted fans, a good fan base where people are willing to continue watching that over and yeah. over. Well, and one of the things, too, is that especially with the you know with netflix and, and you have crave and you have uh amazon prime now um like all these different streaming websites and people even use the illegal ones where you can you just stream it illegally you don't have to pay for a subscription yeah you got p2p yeah yeah all that like it's so easy now to get like just stream and binge these shows look i got a computer running <laughs> <laughs> see <laughs> computer work internet good <laughs> But upstairs, I just run most of it all through my Xbox One. Okay. You got a 360, is it? Yeah, look at that ancient artifact. I love, I love that thing. <laughs> I, Bailey made me get rid of mine. She's like, throw it out. Did you ever have the white one that had the ring of death? 
I didn't have a white one. I had the black one. You okay? So did it get the ring of death? Though? It did. Did you fix it? Well, because there were a bunch of these like internet methods, and I tried one. My my old white Xbox 360 got the ring of death, and one of the methods that I saw online was to <laughs> stupidly wrap this thing in like five towels, let it overheat till it shut itself down, let the system cool back down to regular temperature, like room temp. And then you turn it back on and it would run. So I pulled the hard drive out of this thing, just turned it on. So it was running, let it overheat for like an hour in five towels and sure as shit with the hard drive in this thing lasted like another month before it got another ring of death. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that was probably a temporary fix. It was a temporary fix, but I mean, it beat going into EB games or something and paying like $200 to get well, it serviced. The, the, my story, the, the way it ended was my brother and I opened up the Xbox. We were like, I don't know, maybe 13, 14 at the time. And I was like, oh my God, sweet. And we took it out of the box after we were finished opening presents and we like, we plugged it in. Boom, turn it on, red ring. Oh. Out of the box, Christmas morning. And like, I could see my dad just go, mm, like, cause he's like, now I have to go deal with this. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And, uh. This was supposed to be perfect. Yeah, I ruined Christmas. <laughs> but yeah, so we, my brother and I put the we brought the Xbox. I think we just brought it. We we called the tech and they said we'll just bring it in. We didn't pay for it. It was okay. covered on the warranty, so we just got a fix. But it was like two weeks after Christmas into mid January that we got the Xbox back and then we put it in and we. Everybody's already been playing Call of Duty for two weeks. Yeah, exactly. They're leveled up and ranked I like twenty six. I, I show up on like I think I think I don't know I think. Call of Duty 4 just came out. And I'm not big in online games. I just, I I like playing easy and winning. <laughs> like, I, I'll make no way, man. I, I do not, I don't care. People are like, oh, you lame. You scum. You scum, you bitch. <laughs> I'm like, like well, what? I want to play video games because I want to win. PC rules, motherfucker. Yeah, some people are just like, like oh, I like it when it's like, I like losing every 10 minutes because some enemy rises up that's way above my skill level and I just get owned. It's so great. Serotonin release. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, life's hard enough as it is. You know, like <laughs> I work hard at work. I'm happy you know, when I can afford I, a I box earn, of Rice Krispies. Yeah, I, I earn what I get. You know, I, 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 nothing's handed to me. But in video game land, no, I'm going to be a beast. Yeah. Put me on easy. I'm going to kill everything. That's my one time where I can go easy. <laughs> and so that you go online and you're like, oh, I'll play against, you know, okay, I'll try online. I'll give it a go. And then like you get shot in the head by some kid who's camping and he's hacking. And he's like, nah, he banged your mom last night. And I'm like, no, you didn't. He's British too. Yeah, he I banged your mom last night. Banged your mom last night. <laughs> Fuck you, Billy Elliot. You little cunt. Shove my fist up your ass, Oliver Twist. (laughs) I mean, to be fair, I remember what it was like to be a young little 10, 12-year-old shit. Oh, sure. For sure. I still am. (laughs) (laughs) I was a shithead. I used to steal porn. I mean, who hasn't? But I used to. I How used do you to, steal porn? Well, you you grab like a nice hoodie, something a little extra large. Oh, you, you go grab into, a nudie mag. Yeah, you go oh, to your okay. local convenience store. You got to pick the ones that got the DVDs in them because there's no point in just grabbing the magazine. Like at that point, I have an Xbox 360. So just I can come home. Come home, put on Backdoor Sluts 9. That's it. Asian <laughs> persuasion. Asian <laughs> persuasion. With Aaliyah Chum. <laughs> With Aaliyah Chum. <laughs> that's that's going to stick now. That that should be the name of this podcast. That's going to stick now? <laughs> Aaliyah Chum. Just Scorpion. I think they just... 
Just stuff bad. Just scorpion. Leah chum. Leah chum. Tuesdays with Mari. <laughs> It's the first thing I noticed <laughs> when you came into this room, you scoped the, the all the walls because there's so much shit in here. It's a good bro cave. I like the picture of the, the girl with, with the Jack Daniels bottle. Oh, yeah. That was back when I was a strip club DJ. Uh, <laughs> I Let's needed, talk about that. I needed to see something. <laughs> I needed to see something that motivated me every day. That's actually an Edmonton artist, too. I, I haven't been able to find that print anywhere around. I think he just kind of quit doing what he was doing, but it was a really nice watercolor. And there was a girl I was dating at the time who was a dancer. She wasn't, I guess, are the girls who don't dance on stage but do VIP dances still considered strippers? Of course. Really? Sure. Because you're not doing the stage show. Well, it's just one person versus many people. You're, they're still, she's still taking her clothes off doing the dance. Yeah, but maybe she doesn't know how to, like, work the ball. <laughs> maybe she doesn't have the That's costumes the training or anything, ground. like... You don't but, it can't, but it can't be the training wheels ground because if you think about it, I mean, one-on-one, -on -one, that's where like some guy, some creep might get handsy or something. Exactly. So like, you know, like she might be like, oh God, like if she's a rookie and she's nervous still about doing it and like the seasoned vets or whatever, they're grinding cooch up on the pole. They don't care. Oh yeah. But she, she might be like, just like, like, okay, I'm doing this. She's doing her thing. And then. When she has some like creepy guy grabs her, like she might not know what to do in that situation. Well, that's where the bouncers come in. See, I, I don't know. Like maybe strippers just go in. They're just like whatever hand. I don't care. I just always assumed that those girls were just VIP dancers. They refer to themselves as dancers, just exotic dancers, because that's all you. That's all you do. You just dance there. You shake your butt and you take your clothes off. I mean, it sounds terrible, and. Totally. I don't think so. <laughs> I, no, 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 no. Like the way I'm wording it, you know, makes it sound like I'm a misogynistic butthole who doesn't it's a accept it, sex it, work, it, but it, I totally it, accept it, sex work. It is. It is. It's stripping. I just don't mean to dumb stripping, down stripping the way so, that it sounds. I guess stripping can almost sound like it's like you're like you're being disrespectful, but it, it is what it is. I guess like if we. <laughs> I don't I don't know. Would, would, would you say like, would, have you met many strippers? Do they just go like it's it's not <laughs> stripping definition. <laughs> Definition of stripping. Let's see what there we go. So to strip, <laughs> I like the first one. Google's modest. <laughs> the clean part of Google still at the helm here. Remove all coverings from. They strip the bed. <laughs> Not even your body. <laughs> it's the to leave bare of accessories or fittings. So you know what? By by Google definition, these women are strippers. Yes, strippers. you're right. This is great. Maybe it's just a sign. That I shouldn't be, uh... We shouldn't be going down here. We had a good thing going with saxophones. <laughs> <laughs> I was, uh, I was reading an article on Vice. First problem right there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it was about how now there's these, like, feminist movements, of course, that are going on. And they've created these, like, websites, which are feminist porn websites, which are... What is that like? It's... it's <laughs> I, I went to go explore. I don't know if I should. He came in and said, may I have consent? <laughs> it's exactly like that. It's the most boring which, thing hey, in the world. Always have consent, but I mean, don't just... <laughs> Basically, you, you have a bunch of these, like, beta males. Okay. And they're, like, they're making out, and they're having some fun, and... 
getting ready to go, you know, everything, the foreplay starting. And then the dude, like everything that you don't want happening during sex, which is asking questions, is what's going on. It's like there was no consent that was talked about pre-hand. It's not like you sat down with your partner and you were like, hey, what are you into? Or what do you like? What do you not like? What should I, you know, stay away from? I'll generally, a lot of these conversations help kind of eliminate that awkward question when you're in the, about to do something and you're like, uh... Do you like that? <laughs> do, you, do, do you like that? Like, that's the number one thing I hear from any woman who hates like a beta male who's just like, yeah, do you like that? While while you're about to do it and they don't want to answer that question. Either you figured it out and you're into it because mm. you talked to them about it and you kind of read that body language or actually talked to them about it. Or but I've also never wanted to ask questions while doing the deed. You have no idea how many people apparently do that. Really? Yeah. This one guy, when I used to work at Julian Tile, it's a tile distributor. They, they came in and they caught wind of me making sex toys because he was a manufacturer of sex toys. Oh. And he was like, oh, you got fat life? I was like, no, I did at the time. But I was like, yeah. there's no way I'm adding you on there. And this guy's like, well, here's my card. He had a card and everything ready to go whips it out. And so I search him up. I don't have him on Instagram or anything anymore, but I searched him up. Can't even remember the name. He made silicone dildos. And they were like dragon penises. <laughs> like you know, tentacle porn and no. stuff like that. And he's out the door. The hentai. <laughs> I don't even. Oh man, I don't. I don't know. Like, it. It was so weird. He was. He felt like he felt like he was my friend of a long time after we discussed for fifteen minutes. Dragon dick. Yeah, dragon dick. <laughs> And it was so weird because he'd come in every time and be like, hey, Matt, uh, yeah, you still making those vloggers? Hey, have you have you gone to this event or that event? And he just he's yearning for me to go out to like a swingers club or something with him. God, that's weird. And it was just <laughs> for me, it's it weird. was encroaching in on my privacy a little too much. I was like, man, you really got to warm up with people in the community. I think I think I'm just a lot more conservative in terms of stuff because like as soon as a guy's like hey so make a flower you should come to the swingers club i'll be like i'm gonna break your nose bailey <laughs> bailey will be <laughs> lucky to get a wooden spoon <laughs> like, i'm gonna throw you into a garbage can <laughs> <laughs> buddy if you just back up by the way i saw your slip and slide on kiss it was we did I like I like the part where you lost it. We did a massive, <laughs> massive slip and slide. Uh to put this into perspective, this is a super grainy shot because I took a screenshot of a video that had already been compressed a bunch of times, but the slip and slide started at the top of Connor's Hill, which is yes. where they hold Folk Fest. Yeah. If you've ever been there, it's yeah. a massive hill. Now, in this picture, right where the slip and slide kind of looks like it veers off to yeah, the left, that is actually a dip in the hill, and it straightens back out, and it curves off to the right. So okay. it's an optical illusion, but it was about 400 to 450 feet long. We had five rolls of poly that were 100 feet long each that we had laid down, brought in a water truck, Got a bunch of people from around the city of Edmonton to show up at seven in the morning. And then they went on to this little slip and slide because it was the first day of summer. Yes. It was amazing. Looks terrific. Wow. Forgot how hot my girlfriend is. <laughs> Where's Lisa? She she is studying funeral directing. Right now? 
Well, actually, yeah, because she's got an exam tomorrow. Oh, there you go. So she's studying funeral direction, and uh, yeah, that that girl is going to be pumping dead bodies full of formaldehyde, so you know that your loved one will be in good hands. I accept they, you as they, as they move on <laughs> I to you. the afterlife. <laughs> hey, you know, it, it is an honorable profession when you think about it. And it's funny because it's female dominated because really everybody like females are a little more giving caretaking. You always look for your mother's touch when you're sick or something because you want to be taken care of unless you have like a amazing father who knows how to take care of you when you're sick. But like my dad, when I was sick, was just like. Here, your stomach hurts. Here is a shot of spirit that was, which is like Polish ninety proof. Yeah, he's dad, like, dad, dad's that will warm your stomach. Dad's not good at taking care of you when you're sick. No, like mom, mom would come down and like put like the gentle mom hand on the forehead. Like, are you burning up? Do you have a fever? And that's like that's you know? what they do yeah. with the dead people. Because it's all about it's all about respect. I think. Like, I mean, that's the thing. Like, you, you might be like, oh, it's a dead person, you know. But it's like somebody's mom or dad or sister or brother or you know girlfriend or whatever right so it's like you know like what for whatever reason let's say somebody walks in and you know you're playing you david know, bowie <laughs> you know comma chameleon <laughs> like i don't know like if you were like let's say my brother tragically died god forbid and you were embalming him or doing the funeral process and i walked in and, was, come on, come on, come on, come on, and you're just like holding his legs <laughs> but you I wouldn't would, be the one who'd go in there to see that i would be happening. upset i would i would want to kill you i'd be but like there, there, there's preventative measures in place to make sure that nobody goes into those rooms. There are like two sets of sealed doors. It. You shouldn't be doing that in the first place. This is why I'm going to get cremated. This is a, <laughs> You can still do it too. No. Are you going to blast Bruce Springsteen as soon as they hit the button and you go in? The fuse. <laughs> the fuse is burning. I'm definitely going to have to cut a lot of this stuff down. Well, then maybe we should just call it there. What's the name of the episode again? Um, Crimson Crow. <laughs> Crimson Crow. That's the. Maybe we don't have a name for the podcast. Each episode is just something different. Weird basement talk <laughs> with the Jizz Scorpion. John Wayne Gacy presents. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> no, not that. The Jizz Scorpion. The Jizz Scorpion. Uh, this is an interesting premise. I don't know how many people discuss the name of the episode while they're doing the show. I like the Jizz Scorpion. <laughs> I think we're going to call the Jizz Scorpion quits. Just Scorpion's done, but we'll, do, we, do we have a name for the show? We will edit this down. Well, I don't know if we have a name for the show. We should do a random name generator and just, just have to deal with it. Random I name like, generator. What would this fall, um, what would this fall under? Here. How street, Streets. Food, blog username? name, blog, blog name, name, blog name. Here we go. This is so bush league, but I don't care. This is what we do. Okay. <laughs> Two adjectives to describe your blog. Um, jizz. <laughs> <laughs> And scorpion. <laughs> there we go. Three verbs that relate to the subject of the blog. Okay. Let's go with stripping. Stripping. <laughs> no. Do we want it to be stripping? I don't want it to be politics. No, that's not. This is the opposite of what I wanted. <laughs> stripping was a topic, but it's not a regular. We can do current events. That sounds the kind of it's a bland. It's a blanket. Um, current events. Stories. Stories. 
Um, okay, so it's, well, well, cooking, reading, I guess reading. Re- so should be storytelling. Story, storytelling, yes. Okay. Um, oh, fuck, just put stripping. I don't. <laughs> yeah. I got. I got jizz scorpion. I mean, this, not. We're not doing strippers every episode. I hope. I, I guess we'll see where it takes us. But I mean, uh, stripping storytelling. <laughs> stripping storytelling um, and. Oh, okay. So another verb. Let's see. Well, fuck. It's funny. So we'll just do laughing. Laughing. Yeah, laughing. there you go. There you go. Your first name or your pen name. Uh, well, uh, well, let's go you, sir. Are uh, the ones supplying with all the technology here. Okay. We'll go, so with we'll go with Matt and then we'll do Fraser. Oh, hey. There we go. Look at that. Matt Fraser. Ah, that'd Are be you? a Hollywood worthy name. Matt Fraser. Uh, Edmonton. And I think that is enough. So write me some blog names. Some <laughs> <laughs> words. It might be naughty. <laughs> Uh, okay. Um, okay. We'll change jizz to because we'll keep scorpion. We'll keep scorpion. Um, let's go with spunk. <laughs> Yo, that will get flagged. Hey, you never know. Worth worth giving it a spunk, try. Spunky, maybe a spunk. 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 Write me some blog names. Oh, look at that. Laughing overload. Laughing overload. Spunk scorpion blog. <laughs> Confessions of a stripping freak. Matt Fraser's <laughs> not, not some, some secret, secret diary. diary. <laughs> Yes. Um, we'll just name it the not so secret diary. The not so secret diary. <laughs> there we go. I love that. Okay, we'll put a pin in it because there's still a list. Uh, a couple of animal. The Fraser Post. <laughs> Stiff upper strip. Stiff upper strip. I see you stand like greyhounds in the strips. Stiff upper strip as a segment. It'll be a little hockey with some music that plays. Oh, do you want to shoot from the strip? Time for stip upper strip. <laughs> Time for strip. shoot from the strip. Stip upper strip. <laughs> shoot from the strip. What was the one that we really laughed at, though? Loose lip sink strips. <laughs> Loose lip sink strips. Chicken strips. You should see and if you can reach out to some of the strippers and we can get them on the show. Have them call in. Have them call. <laughs> oh, we'll do, do a that? Skype interview or something. Then we could see them. Oh, that would be oh, cool. No. Well, then they'll make fun of us. Not we shouldn't overlook Spunk Spunk Scorpion Scorpion log. You know, Jizz Scorpion is a terrific inaugural episode title, so I'm okay with Jizz Scorpion. Uh, Not so secret diary. I think that's the go-to. Yeah, we can't do the secret diary, and that's just a really shitty movie. (laughs) Oh no, wait, that was Secret Garden. Secret Garden. (laughs) (laughs) See how shitty it was. I forgot the name. (laughs) It was bad. All right, the secret diary. I like it. You're listening to the uh, Jizz Scorpion (laughs) episode, (laughs) Uh, but it'll be the not so secret diary from now on in until further notice. I don't know if we're going to change that again or not. I like it. I like it. Craig likes it. Uh, That's great. If he approves, then we are good to go. Perfect. I think everybody went to bed. (laughs) (laughs) Should we do a send off? What do we even do for that? Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Good good night. Well, I'll throw some music and stuff in here, sure. something fun, we'll maybe a out. TV show theme song or something. What would you like? Batman. Not So Secret Diary is the name that we are going with. Uh, yes. That'll be it from here on in. And we promise that we'll have a prepped show next time. <laughs> I mean, I can't promise that, but there'll be stuff to talk about. Absolutely. For sure. Until next time. Until next time. Just Scorpion. Just Scorpion.